0: I'm an old broken down piece of meat.
1: And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blah Take a stand. Bitch, bitches <laughs> leave. Enough! It's time to stand. stand. Bitch, bitches leave. Enough! Take a stand together
2: hey team welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about
3: the movies
2: we're here in the chill zone rye scott and this week we're joined by returning guest fan favorite rion fulman how are you
4: doing well how are you
2: excellent fantastic
4: what's happening guys i mean what
2: isn't happening I, do we want to talk about the Boston cop who went down that slide really <laughs> weirdly right out the gate? <laughs> That's mine. Uh, I,
0: I, I was saying this to Ryan, I feel like Boston only shows up in the news on two sides of the spectrum. Either we're mm. doing something great or we're doing something extremely embarrassing. Yeah. There's Everybody's
4: no, coming together or it's <laughs> a racist humiliation. <laughs>
0: Dude, that, Sometimes both. That chubby Mick just eating it down those. Oh my God, it was so
2: funny.
4: I want to know how he got backwards. That's my thoughts. <laughs> how do he get backwards? Yeah, it's like the amount
2: of momentum that he gets. It's like, how long is this slide? Like, how did he even manage? He comes like. Do they Shh.
5: just get in the slide yeah, who, and just slide somebody... <laughs> till they're dead? Yeah. Did
0: somebody grease this thing?
2: Yeah, like he comes, if you haven't seen the footage, this guy comes roaring out of this slide, like backwards, and just eats such shit. It's unbelievable. And the cops released this footage, which I don't understand. They were like, look at this fun video of this
4: guy just yeah the guy's partner i think made it and then leaked it out on twitter and it ended up everywhere and it's like hey man why'd you do that i look terrible yeah
2: Yeah. no such thing as bad publicity for the cops they need it that's true mark Wahlberg and peter berg are taking this footage and making it into their next feature film
5: it would have gone a lot different if i was there there would have been a lot of
4: blood in that slide
0: (laughs) i saw an edit where they have him ripping off that slide right into the the two towers. It was very funny. It got me. I laughed
4: at the reverse one where he goes back up into the slide, like a tenant or whatever. Yeah. people People
2: have been having a lot of fun with it. I've been enjoying all of it.
4: It made national news, which is the best part, which I don't think Boston makes national news. Like Rion said, unless it's something that sucks. It's like, Oh, Hey, they lit a cop car on fire. That's the news. Or like the marathon bombing. But then when it comes to the Boston police, like, Nope. I don't know. It's, to me, it's it's a it's like a an act of betrayal to film your partner and then put that out. Cause it's like, hey, we're not supposed to be. There was like 17 fucking shootings in right. Boston over the weekend. And this Monday they're just like, let's go hit the slide. Yeah. Like we <laughs> yeah. don't need to dig up leads on all those dead guys. Let's just hit the slide, bro. It's 90 degrees, get some fucking good zooms down.
2: You guys are having
0: playtime and you didn't even take your utility belt off. You get your gear flying off the slide?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he, like, loses something when he lands. Also, the best part, they cut it off, but at the end, it looks like he's about to put his sunglasses on. Like, that's his landing move. Like, ooh, let me it's it's incredible footage i
4: need to know how he got a head injury did he crack his head on the slider is it you can't well, he lands like on his it's face. on the ground yeah okay i,
2: I don't know but i
4: it looks like he hits his face like yeah uh, it, uh, to me the implication was that his head was banging around inside the slide all the way down
0: i mean it must have been the size of that noggin on him i mean nice big irish fucking skull his wet brain just swelling and swelling
4: <laughs> yeah. i think he had a couple of drinks later to make himself feel
0: better before during after yeah
2: yeah mm. and i love how this place has turned into like a tourist spot People have been going there to go down the slide that the cop ate shit on. They had to put a sign on it that says, "This slide is for children. People over like twelve shouldn't go on it."
4: Understandable. I love it. Can we do? Can I do a few deaths? Or deaths and birthdays. I'll rattle them. Sure. Um, Pee Wee Herman, aka Paul Rubens, is dead at fifty-six. I was kind of sad about this. He's a dude. Yeah. Is he?
2: Of
0: substance. He's in. He's a worker. Yeah, I busted a nut when I was seeing Oppenheimer
4: in tribute form. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm wondering, like, I heard, I think it was Jim and Sam talking about him. And Sam was like, yeah, he's been really good in a lot of movies. And he like, and no one in their right mind can come up with anything but blow. Mm. Like he was in blow.
2: And then, and what else? Mystery men. Mm. He played like the weird guy with boils who used like a waffle maker or something.
4: He had like an actual part. He wasn't cameo. Yeah, Yeah, he was one of the mystery men. I haven't seen that. Did Ben Stiller, is he just in that or did he direct it too? Oh, I don't know. I think he's just in it. Okay. I haven't seen that in years.
2: But yeah, he didn't have the biggest filmography, but he was Pee Wee Herman. That was a pretty big deal. Were you guys
4: Pee Wee guys growing up? Not really. I think it was, I think it missed me. Mm. Yeah. I think I thought it was like too wacky. Yeah. I don't know. I think it came out in what, like the early or mid 80s when we were probably like two years old. Hmm. I remember thinking that too.
2: Like this guy's too silly. I might have yeah. thought he was too a very serious scary, scary, child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny to be a kid, <laughs> be like, I don't know about this Pee Wee guy. He's really seems out to lunch. It's a real wild card.
4: In in addition to uh, Pee Wee dying, Angus Cloud from the popular HBO, aka Max series Euphoria, is dead at twenty five. Hmm. So they're up in heaven together. Just how did he die? Doing oxies and masturbating, you know. Oh, t-
0: together, back to back. At the same time. Nice. You ever try
4: to jerk off on oxies? It's not easy. I you have. You can not. never finish. Maybe I'll do that later. You, you trying to tell me I couldn't finish? <laughs> I, I finished in less than a minute and I had trouble. <laughs>
2: Rion's already jerking off on the phone with his oxies guy. Hey, I need more oxies. Hey, how
5: are, how are you? I got oxies. That's right.
2: I mean, Angus Cloud, yeah, this was he was the guy from euphoria he was all he,
5: he talked like yes this. that was his thing hey hoops how you doing man i'm oh. dead oh it's angus here what, from what if i was on an episode of family guy <laughs> <laughs> i mean how you doing lois <laughs> do you have any oxies? <laughs> ca- oh shit
2: not oh, the boy. cast of
5: euphoria is here <laughs> <laughs> sydney sweeney has really big boobs has anyone ever
4: noticed that
2: Oh, wait there we go
5: <laughs>
4: this bit gets me every week like what if blank was on family yeah. guy i can't not what would that it. be like yeah. <laughs> such an easy like walk right in and every now and then we get a home run from hoops with the peter griffin voice mm-hmm. so that's really i'm just set, it's a good setup
2: this is the family guy corner the fans love it mm. where'd you learn that tricks out of ucb thing or
4: seth MacFarlane himself in fact nice mm.
2: wow also a friend of the show um i have some more is that everyone who died this week nobody was born and then
4: arnold's birthday he's 76 and friend of the show chet hanks is 33 (laughs) i would play his music but it's god awful (laughs) angus cloud adjacent one would say yes couple
0: of white boys with identity issues.
2: Yeah, Chet's going to have to step up and pick up the slack that we're going to
0: be missing. (laughs) That'd be a very awkward recast. Yeah. (laughs) A 40-year-old man
4: in high school. He pivots from this third season of Your Honor, which for some reason is going to happen, to do (sighs) Euphoria in 2027. Yeah. I think this is
2: another notch in the Euphoria season three is just never going to happen. That show's just going to like... Too much time's gonna go by, and they're just gonna call it.
4: Well, the entire second season ended with Angus Cloud. So where are they gonna go? Like, oh, he also is dead. And he went to jail,
0: but the the little brother
4: died. Was it? Was it implied that he was in jail, or was it like they? I thought they shut it down like right in that like standoff at his house. There's a
0: big shootout. They shoot the little kid. and the little he's kid Held dead. down with by cops. I mean, I spoiler alert, guys. I'm sorry. Oh no, fuck that! If you haven't
2: seen it already, someone
0: yeah.
4: Monty's going. Oh great! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was saving that one i love the idea of them they do the rise of skywalker thing they use like old footage of angus cloud from deleted scenes to like cobble together a storyline for him in season
5: three of euphoria yo it's me ai angus cloud i'm still a
4: drug addict hey rue Uh, i forget who somebody said to me the other day like ah he had a big career ahead of him and i was like did he though that to me that seems like a little bit of an accent he can't shake off like that's like a it's not an accent it's not a transatlantic accent like you're certainly not going (laughs) to make that work Mm. (laughs) i'm angus cloud yeah it's 50s angus
2: (laughs) Angus MacLeod in the fucking. Dude,
0: that's so funny.
5: Him getting some 50s bio. We're going to make this bit work. Yeah. Does anybody have any apps? In? Hey, it's me, 50s Angus Cloud. I'm on. Where's my Marlboro cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm high. On, I'm high on drugs that won't exist for
5: several decades. I was gonna do that exact bit. <laughs> Luckily, they have heroin back then. Sure, Who's man. got the H, yo? Opium, yeah, I was a big back then too. We should Instead, get it to opium. I'm acting like a black guy, even though it's the '50s. It's pretty cool. Trends All right, center. that's it. This bit was better in theory. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: picturing him in like a Boardwalk Empire suit. Mm. that was making me laugh more like than chalky the, white
4: or whatever yeah, yeah. oh oh yeah <laughs> oh the michael another uh, dead king yeah, yeah another dead king can we Is talk chalky? about chalky
0: yeah 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 which feels mm. let's move on racist it's racist <laughs> yeah for sure intentionally though right it's weird i don't know
4: yeah. arnold's birthday too though happy birthday arnold we didn't forget about you uh, and uh go ahead hoops the
2: we need to talk about how stanley from the office uh by himself kickstarted a spin-off about just his character that had something about Stanley in the title, like Just Stan, Mm. was the name of this proposed series. How much did he raise for that?
4: $110,000. It's pretty impressive on Kickstarter. $110,000 on Kickstarter alone is a lot of money, in my opinion, for something Mm. that boring. It is. And
2: he's since had to return all of that money (laughs) because he's not allowed to make a spinoff of the office with his character just willy nilly which is like what he
4: was presenting this as do you think nbc universal gave him a call and they're just like you know i don't remember his real name stan we're gonna need you to go ahead and send all of that back this is you don't own any of the rights to this at all
2: yeah they're probably like these residuals aren't enough you're <laughs> you took it under your own uh yeah like, this is just absurd behavior
0: i mean he's like the most boring character of the whole series. I mean, even a Ryan show would have been interesting.
2: Yeah, like, who was Stanley going to, like, bounce off of on this show? His equally chubby wife that yeah. showed
0: up a couple of times. Oh, yeah. They, he would just be same. rolling his eyes every 30 the whole show. Yeah, like, That was his whole thing. A lot of looking into the camera.
2: But, yeah, I feel bad for all the people who gave their real money to such a thing. Like, they're like, I want to see this so bad. Here's, Let me bust out my checkbook and send this man some cash. <laughs> yeah.
4: I feel bad for them... Just that that, that's where the life is at, that they needed that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even give a refund off of Kickstarter? Is there like a reverse button and the money just goes back onto all the credit cards?
2: Well, yeah, this is not how most Kickstarters end. Like he hit his goal and I guess was going to, Plan on keeping it and maybe making the show, but now he's been forced to return all the money. I hope he had to
4: handwrite eight thousand checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But one hundred and ten grand isn't even enough to get a show going. No, you so can do what's the... maybe like half an episode of a very low budget yeah. local access program called Bowl Cut. Hello, it's coming back, folks. Bowl Cut season two, season one episode two, I should say. Rian, for context, and for those listening, Bowl Cut was our television show oh, in high okay. school. Mm. That was an absolute disaster. I needed the context. I was very confused. It was, was not. Just... It was not good at all. That's why you haven't heard about it until this moment. Bowl Cut. Bowl yeah. Cut, like the haircut. Yeah, I like that name. We did but... like a talk show style, with interspersed with clips of funny things that we made. Basically, just like mirroring Jackass. It wasn't great. Yeah. In our defense, we did it before Jackass popularity, but then a lot some of the bits began overlapping. There was like a ball-kicking bit that happened that I don't think I remember green lighting.
2: Yeah, Jackass basically ripped us off. I mean, it's pretty fucked up. I uh, invented Facebook <laughs> while we're on the subject. That too, I mean. Knoxville
4: zucked you. Bowl cut was bad, though. Not a lot of people got that. in. It, was, it aired. <laughs> we taped it. My brother taped over it with fear.com, and we don't know where. Oh, man. I don't know if anyone else has a copy. If you're listening and you can somehow have a copy, which is unlikely, I'd love to see it. I was talking about fear.com and those <laughs> websites
0: uh earlier today because I, I was mentioning that i had <laughs> i had seen um i had seen a woman get i have inter- intercourse with a dog before on the internet that's really yeah yeah where I, can i see that just yeah can that I, I actually a, want to see actually can i, I got a link we had a, a hard drive of porn that was getting passed around when we were overseas mm-hmm. And one of Very those videos—it's cool. not cool at all. One of those videos, <laughs>
4: the, those guys that shared the fake vagina.
0: Yeah, they yeah, also had a pocket pussy that they shared.
2: <laughs> Just slapping both of those down. Like here you go, brother. All
0: right, your turn. Don't forget
2: to sign it out.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, in in that hard drive was one of those uh, clips of this woman getting railed by a, like a German shepherd. Oh yeah, because I it also I don't, news related. There was that I think it was from Columbia professor who got oh he got uh, he like was having sex with his dog and recording it. And I guess the videos got out and he lost his job. <laughs> I might be butchering that story, but I did hear close that enough. That we're going to say it's Canon. Yeah.
4: yeah. We're oh. in the, we're in the dog sex corner. <laughs> I love that. It was a professor. Yeah. I'm just like smart, smart man. <laughs> That's always like that deathly rumor that starts like, you know, she like put peanut butter on like, and it's just like, we probably had that. But to me, the, the fact that you've just, dis- the real shocking part here is that you've already talked about fear.com <laughs> once today and this yeah. isn't the first time anyone in history has ever mentioned fear.com i fuck around man i live a wild life yeah i feel like there's
2: no one else on earth thinking about that 2002 steven dorf vehicle besides us right i was now. gonna say you,
4: like could, you could give me two thousand and two dollars i couldn't have come up with a cast member good pull
3: dorf
4: friend of the show yeah i watched frankly. the first blade the other day which holds up in a big way banger great soundtrack Daywalker. yeah that movie rocks
2: that was before marvel had their mcu And they Mm -hmm. were just making, that was like one of the first superhero movies.
0: Mm. Yeah, which I guess I never like considered it a
2: superhero movie, but... Yeah, it is like technically, it's basically just a vampire movie, but it is, he is in their stable. Um -er.
4: Speaking of vampires, did you guys see that Zachary Ty Bryan got arrested for domestic violence for a second time? I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, Home Improvement. Uh, The one who was also in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift
2: he portrayed Brad on home improvement right. the eldest brother he's got a flat back of the head yeah Yeah, i know who you're talking about mark would never do that he wouldn't he's too busy being goth
4: and weird <laughs> so metal but yeah that ztb he's just he can't get it right i'm trying to find the ztpb drop <laughs> and i can't <laughs> but just know that it exists and i paid him for a cameo at some point yes
2: we'll uh we'll I post wrote my that name, man. it's fucking dope uh, this is some news that gave me pause. What's up? Oh, here this it is.
4: There. Is- yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. All yeah,
4: right. All right. What's up? This is Zachary Bryant from Home Improvement, and you're listening to Enough the Podcast. I had to edit that because he ad libbed a little bit in the beginning and it made me cringe. Anyway, mm. go ahead. He's should- a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. He had his wife in a headlock the entire time yeah (laughs) fucking hold the camera (laughs) i'm doing promos this is my job we need
5: this this is serious (laughs) i need to
4: make money off this before we move on one more thing about ztb i read an article in the hollywood reporter or vice one of those where he recently bilked like a lot of like d-list celebrities and people in california out of money on a crypto scam he like Um, almost like a like a pyramid scheme kind of thing. Like, give me like a hundred grand and I'll like make it a hundred and two. I'll make a Brad Yeah sequel so, yeah, to the whole thing. So group. I guess that's yeah, how yeah. he's paying for his lawyers. Anyway. Him enough and, about him, Scotty. Take yeah, him, him away.
2: Him and Stanley from the office are gonna team up <laughs> and make some great new original content. <laughs> Did uh, I stutter Lin-
0: Don't fit your wife. <laughs> okay, that was a good part of that show. That was funny. That was funny. All yeah. right,
2: Scott, sorry, please. You good? Uh Lynn Manuel Miranda. Ooh. is turning the movie the warriors into a stage musical oh my god
4: i don't get that movie no the movie's awesome i don't get it <laughs> Why do don't you get <laughs> like it's it? like uh, the hype like it's like it's a movie it's good you know Uh no, it's okay i think it's great what do you like about it <laughs> everything Classic. that you don't like about it Ooh, like
0: that they don't do that that's what they will do but they're just that's a regular other, yeah. No, they're just like gangs that dress in funny costumes and fight each other running through new york it's just like a cool movie especially for the time the stylistically it was interesting i thought it was interesting yeah but uh
2: as a musical that makes me really sad yeah this i hadn't heard about him in a while his awful flow
0: yeah oh god
2: i mean friend of the show monty is a big big lin-manuel head and I think revealed that he cried watching Hamilton.
4: Oh, my God. That's I'm so going to
2: re-reveal that. Did he really? I think so. Ugh. I'm sorry, Monty, Monty. I
4: hope this is like the eighth time you've listened to this episode. I didn't know Monty was gay. <laughs> Good
5: for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're fat together. Oh, you got
3: Parsons drops now? <laughs> Maybe I do. It's beautiful. Maybe. <laughs> it seems right. like you
2: do.
4: <laughs> I made those myself. <laughs> wow.
2: Love that. Um Yeah. Lin-Manuel, he never ceases to amaze. It's I hadn't heard his name in a while. He comes back with some... Mm. Do you think he's going to hijack season 12 of Curb? I mean... Or is it 12? It's 12. He ekes his way onto a lot of shows. I never liked seeing him. I mean, even him just showing up on the
0: Sunny Pod, I was like, what's oh, the God. correlation
2: here? It's just because they were doing the Dayman
0: musical episode and he happens to have written musicals that he was on it. But I was like, I don't like relating you to one of my favorite shows yeah no. I, that's the only one i haven't taken in i just can't hear his little voice yeah he's a are they back doing pods again no
4: still on hiatus because yeah. they're filming
0: i think no they're done filming and editing and they're editing but i think it's also because of the i think they're Oh, the strike. the strikes and stuff i think they're a little
2: speaking of the strikes
3: good uh, segue
2: warner brothers discovery execs including david Zaslov. Uh, claim the Hollywood strikes have saved the studio somewhere in the low $100 million range. And it's like, yeah, if you're not making anything, you don't have anything yeah. to spend money on. Yeah, <laughs> losing money, making shit movies like you were before. Yeah, and then later this year, they'll be like, oh, we don't have any money coming in because we didn't make anything. Like, don't CEOs know stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't they be aware of how things work this quote just sounds like very
4: i wonder what the burn rate is in terms of all the property they own and all the taxes they have and all the people that are somehow still getting paid right now like all the executives are still getting a check i'm sure yeah or they get who knows i don't even know what their structures are like but either way the strike sucks pay them more let's let it end and then we can go back to me hating everything but like four movies a year hell yeah
2: yeah it's been going on for a while it seems like i don't know when, how long did the it.
4: 2007 strike last? Six months, I think. That's what I would say, yeah. too.
2: Yeah, this has been, it's been like three or so months already, I'd say.
4: Mm. Speaking of uh, months, Ooh. can I take you guys to the sports corner? Sure. All right, nice. All right, men. Dick out. Get him out, men! It's out. Take it's him out. out. Football guy, John Manziel, bought a gun to kill himself and decided against it at the last minute. But we're we're hoping that he will change his mind and kill himself sometime (laughs) in the future. Put him away. How do we know that this happened? That's what he told someone in an interview. It was a Netflix documentary that he admitted to. I saw him when I was in Las Vegas once in the lobby. I've told the story a hundred times, but he was in the lobby. I was up very late because I was just jet lagged and walking around. And he was bombing through the lobby with a huge entourage of guys. Like four, five in the morning, just like zooming in his eyes. Like it's like, and this was like in 2016. So it's like, aren't you like on a team?
0: Yeah, but he grew up really well off as well. So he would like fly to and from Vegas, like all the time, just I, like P, like PJ and just. Yeah, isn't he like an oil millionaire or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Good so, for him. So that's why when he made it big and he didn't care and that's why he blew it.
4: Cause he was like, okay, like, yeah. oh, I'm good. <laughs> that's so actually cool. awesome. I'm mean, going to say I'm rooting for him. No, I don't want I don't him to know. kill himself. That was just the sports corner guy. I do. For mm. a caveat. If this if this gets shared by a lot of people, which it might, because I'm going to tease it. I don't know if you want to tease it, but I'm teasing it. We got a big fourth guest or second guest coming in mm. after the break. It's going to be have. a big one. It's Ryan So Gosling. buckle up.
2: Ryan Gosling will be joining us here on the program. Yes.
4: We're all just speechless. We're just mm. sitting here for 15 minutes. Like, Spoiler alert. He's been
2: here the entire time. Wow.
0: I'm him. <laughs> I'm him.
2: He's him. It's, this is a Mission Impossible mask review type <laughs> situation. It's fucking dope. Big cut. We'll be it's talking about cut. Barbie in our review portion. I'm going to have to play a different Barbie cut later. Hoax. We, we saw a lot of movies this week. I saw Barbie and Oppenheimer. Same. Finally. And
0: did you
4: do the Barbenheimer? <clears throat> no, no, I, I did have not have six
0: hours to kill. I have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much day. It's annoying, too, because, like, as movie guys, which is an annoying thing to say, but as movie guys-
4: You're safe down here. Mm.
0: I I take in multiple movies a day all the time. I don't fucking tweet about it. But then this one thing and everyone's all of a sudden into movies and now it's like, you're not. You're just trying to get into the zeitgeist and like be a part of something that's not even real. Mm. I've been seeing packs of people just all dressed in pink. And I like enjoy that it's such a phenomenon (laughs) that that's happening in movies. That's good for movies. Agreed. But like, where are all the people? I want to see twelve people dressed as Shrek going to see the movie. Yeah, that's what I want.
2: We're gonna dress up for Gran Turismo. Right? That, <laughs> that, that's what we're about. Like really niche. Like... What's your
4: costume gonna be? An empty movie theater. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the I know what you mean. Where when you see people, it's a lot on Twitter, like film Twitter, like they call it, which is awful to say or it's like talk about. black Twitter about. for nerds. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you see people being like, yeah, like I i go to the movies by myself sometimes i'm crazy it's like look i fucking we invented going to the movies by yourself it's my favorite <laughs> thing is to go alone yeah. i
4: prefer it really yeah. it's fun every now and when ld goes it's fun because it's i know she's like doing it it's like exciting like she suggested going to see oppenheimer surprisingly she find mm. she would probably be interested because she loves history stuff there's no way my fucking stupid Just ass drop is her making off it through mm. go to an arcade I hit the arcade and just put, gets uh, the right amount of grease on the joystick and play Frogger by myself. Oh yeah, that
2: would be so funny. Like, yeah, I dropped the wife off at Oppenheimer. I'm, I'm going to play some vids. Go Talk to your to nails bunch-
4: done.
0: Do like the opposite gender roles, baby. Yeah. Talking to a bunch of kids. <laughs> well, well, now like, we're in the, the, the kid corner. <laughs>
4: oh. Um, what about all this Lizzo stuff? Huh? Speaking oh, of kids, yeah, Jesus, she's got some kids. <laughs>
2: Lizzo, you are canceled. That amorphous piece of shit, dude. Goodbye.
0: I'm so glad. <laughs> I was root- I've was been rooting against her forever, and he- he- I couldn't talk about it for so
2: long. Yeah, it came out that she was very rude to her dancers. Fat and shaming. Fat shamed them and made one of them eat a banana out of a stripper's garments at yeah. some sort of a sex show. Yeah, she's living like a real life
4: Spider-Man pointing meme, <laughs> calling other people fat. <laughs> yeah. I mean Lizzo, though. Is that rigid? what her, she called them fat? All I read was body shamed. So maybe in my mind she's I was like
0: maybe she's skin. shaming them for being too fat. <laughs> no, <thin. laughs> she was calling them I think. Be fat like me. Yeah. No,
4: she was making fun of them, I think,
0: also for being fat, which I think isn't that like a fat person's N word. They can do that, no? <laughs> like it makes it all right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It I used to be okay. a little
4: chubby and you know, I would call other people chubby.
0: I mean fat phobia is not even real. That's the thing made no, up by fat real, people yet. to make them feel better about themselves.
4: That's it's okay that moment. I it's okay that I look like this. It's like is fat William a slur? Together. Just try harder. You <laughs> do you know? think that Lizzo said we're fat together to some of her dancers and that's what upset them? She played it on the flute. <laughs> Does she play the flute? That's like, that's like thing, her right? thing, yeah. yeah. Ew. Well, she might be done. So this is good. Beyonce performed live and like there's a lyric in one of her songs that it mentions Lizzo and she edited the lyric in real time and did not say Lizzo's name. So the the mm-hmm. the left is already eating their own. They're turning against her immediately. Can't mess with they the beehive. like to do that's
2: funny how people just get like deleted from existence it's like all traces of lizzo must be right just destroyed demolished immediately never say her name again exactly like just go she's done
4: beyonce is one of those careers too where every move has been perfect and she's never had a misstep the closest ever was like yeah jay-z cheated on her her, elevator her sister hit him but like that was all like if anything that made her career stronger it made lemonade sell better so like Beyonce's career has just been on this perfect path for 27 years. And like now it's like her agents just in her ear, like, yeah, you got to get Lizzo out of the song. She's like, okay, done. I mean, that, I hadn't even thought of that, but that
0: elevator thing was a hundred percent just to sell lemonade. Yeah, yeah, that was I never real. even thought about that.
4: She's just a product. She, no doubt. She's AI at this she's a, point. She's
0: a business man.
4: Hmm. <laughs> I used to but. be, and I'm, I'm still a huge, I laughed. <laughs> I we'll laugh later when I we listen. I just thought maybe it's it good. went. Uh, no, nah, it went good. <sighs>
0: I wrote that one down and everything. Oh my God. You hear that? Your hands are
4: clammy. <laughs> I know. It's my anxiety. It's coming out through my hands. Did you see Post okay. Malone bought a $2 million magic card? I did see <laughs> that. Yeah.
2: That's classic Post. I've been <laughs> listening to his new album. I think he has cuts. I disagree. I, I haven't heard it yet. I know. I do uh, like
4: Post, though.
2: He's like really like lame and no one agrees with me. Oh, I don't on think this. he's
0: lame. I think he's a hang. He probably smells bad. Yeah. <laughs> and puts a BL down like a motherfucker. But. I listened to that song that you put on your story, and I just couldn't get into it. I mean, I get it. Yeah.
2: It's going to be our new theme song, Enough is Enough. Mm -mm. What
0: do you think? I
4: saw that. Should I put it on? Sure. I
2: actually don't. It'll...
4: Well, now I want to play it more if you don't don't like it. I don't think it's bad. It's a little repetitive for me.
2: I like how, I've said this before, but I think it's funny how much he talks about smoking cigarettes in his song. Have you seen that clip
4: of him on the Nelk Boys YouTube show where he's talking about, they ask him how many darts he smokes, and he's like, on a good day, like 30, on a bad day, like 60. What's a pack, 24? 20. 20. So like three packs in a day. This is good. I like it. It's peaceful. No, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> my time. It's peaceful. Fog. Rion's leaving. You're missing the special guest. Oh man, we lost Rion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, yeah, now that Post he's Malone gone, guy.
4: Ryan Gosling stinks. No, was How kidding.
2: is Post Malone in uh, the Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles movie? I heard he has a role as like a bug guy. He
0: plays, yeah, he plays one of the uh, the mutants, the sidecar mutants. I mean, it's, the voice work in that movie uh, is exceptional. Oh. No, Seth, uh, Seth is actually doing a little something with his voice, and I don't think there's one laugh in it from him. I really? think I don't think so. Yeah, because I was waiting for it. him that actively
4: be... trying not to do the laugh. There's, might be a laugh because it's a
0: very blatant one in, in Mario. Yeah, which which actually landed for me. Oh, I loved it, but it didn't work. I, he, I don't think he did it at all in uh, Ninja Turtles. Fuck. But did was... you
4: guys finish his Apple Plus show? No, it's complicated or whatever the fuck it's <laughs> called. I didn't even start it. That's how far away I am from finishing it. Oh. I, I don't like his outfits. I didn't get it. They're fun. They're like, you look at him and you go, that's interesting. He does have some wild fits on that show. Very him. Mean, no, no. Yeah, I'm into. Big fan. He, he seems a, like a nice guy. He plays an artist in that or something? No, he's yes. a... No, he's no? a b- owner of a brewery. Oh, yes. Mm. That's Maybe art. like an art form. No, no. I don't know, just being polite. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it was, it was... I don't remember the name of it. But it's on Apple Plus with Rose Byrne and uh, him mm. and somebody else notable. It it's was fine. good. I just yeah.
2: forgot about it. I'm going to finish it. I actually
4: was really enjoying it. Us trying to watch Apple Plus shows at the same time anyway is the worst because it just gets all jammed up. Uh-huh. Um, You know what we should do, though, is we should take a quick break. Mm. We have a very, very special guest coming in we that do. I think is going to be a fun one. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Chad
2: Colton. Wow. From Doodsy and novels and
4: other things. Bachelor. Yes. Big celebrity guest. Huge Bachelor guy, which I'm very excited to discuss with him. This season has not been anything I'm super excited about, but the Golden Bachelor this fall, maybe. Mm. More when we get back. Wow. We're back. Wow. Wow. We got Chad Colchin calling in, zooming in, I should say, in probably three minutes. We figured we'd get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Oop, what's background on chad like he's a five-time new york times best-selling author i believe he's Mm. the co-host of the podcast dudesy with friend of the show will sasso which has 66 episodes now Mm. Uh, we've been big fans of it from the beginning they did a couple of weeks ago they had a like i don't want to call it a contest but they had a you could write in an email and ask for him to join your show and we did it and he accepted and here he is Hopefully. just like that just like that kind of a wow mm.
2: mm-hmm.
3: The movies.
2: <laughs> but yeah and dudesy's run by an ai so are we gonna ask him some ai stuff i have a couple ai questions if you
4: have ai questions that's probably good i know he enjoys talking about that stuff i am somewhat of an idiot it always so. yeah it already makes me feel stupid that i don't know how to do it yeah
0: or what it is so i probably will avoid Okay, mm. that's fair. And he's Scott, your ta- your department. Very smart okay. guy, you can tell. I'm so. just trying
4: to get the microphone out of my face for the Zoom, the Zoomy Zoom. Is this is your first. An, is this is your a, first Zoom meeting as a. As this a might be my entrepreneur? second entrepreneur. Might be my second. Yeah,
0: I try to avoid these at all costs. I'm no stranger to a, a conference call. They're very awkward.
4: It makes me like I'm nervous already that we have a legit guest, like celeb. Okay, <laughs> I mean, what he's the? a celeb. What? You can. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You get it. So that makes me a little nerve. And then the, the added in technology component, whenever it's technology, like Sammy and I earlier in the week, you said, get an, an eighth adapter with a quarter inch and then a, to get the headphone audio off the laptop into the other laptop. And I did that and of course it would work, but you couldn't hear it. And then there was feedback and I gave up and I said, you know what, it's not happening folks. So like I'm saying, technology in general makes me kind of nervous. Mm. And the Zoom meeting, there's potential for it to backfire. We're hoping that he hops in any second now. There's just no doubt. I should
2: have brought some dudesy hard hard seltzers so we could get all are those easy to come by? You gotta order them. Yeah, I thought I think they sold out like almost immediately.
4: Yeah. I'm not shaking hands with the devil like that, having that kind of memorabilia. If it was an empty can, maybe, but Scott.
2: I have had a couple. You gotta empty those cans, baby. They're powerful. They got Um, me all lit
4: up. You Mm. got the now welcome chad thank
1: you
4: very much thanks for having me yeah this is uh enough the podcast and we already did your oh. intro explaining who you were but uh right. we are big fans of both books and the podcast and uh we are honored to have you here today
1: thank you very much honored to be here
4: yes. <laughs> so we i actually read the average american male scotty actually this is scott and this is Ryan. i'm Ryan.
2: Scott,
4: Scott turned me on to The Average American Male in 2007 when it came out and I it was and I'm not a reader like barely it's it's a joke that I can that I don't read and I read the whole thing twice and oh, wow. I'm ready to read it again at this point I think I was much younger then so I think I I'll see it in a different light also, now uh, what, whatever it is it was 20 years later Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah
2: It honestly, like, got me into reading. I read it so quickly, like, jump-started, like, a whole thing for me. It was dope. Oh, wow.
4: That's awesome. I'm going to move this so that the audio is a little better. It's going to get tighter.
2: In.
0: All right.
4: So, um, what I really wanted to talk about, though, is I actually haven't gotten into the Bachelor pod yet, because I really, Dudesy, we've listened to every episode of Dudesy, that's really... Like jokes aside, I listen to maybe two podcasts. We do this one, I listen to maybe two. Um, yeah. bachelor wise, are you f- caught up on Bachelorette right now with the new I'm not I'm not watching this season at all myself.
1: Uh, am I caught up on Bachelorette? How do I even explain? <laughs> 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 I'm yes. the myself and my co host on Game of Roses, I would say are the foremost experts on the entire Bachelor franchise and dating reality TV on planet Earth. Wow. So yes. i
4: thought that might be kind of a softball he's got the script in hand right now what i um is it worth getting back into i feel like my impression of the last couple of seasons it's been kind of toned down and another thing i wanted to talk to you about is vanderpump rules because it's like almost in terms of reality tv i just finished the 11th season of that i feel like it's almost spoiling me in terms of the dramatic aspect (laughs) of it ooh bachelor seems toned down
1: is like one of the greatest seasons of any reality TV show that's ever been created. Like, and I think it will be historically remembered that way as like a turning point in at least that franchise, if not reality TV as a whole. I gotta start um, watching this show. In terms of Bachelor, I think what you're talking about is <laughs> in 2020 when the pandemic hit, they were about to start shooting Bachelor at season 16. The yes. Claire Crawley, the first 40 year old Bachelor. Production for that <laughs> season had to be. On hiatus for six
3: months due to COVID protocols. When it came back, that season became fractured. Claire Crawley already knew all of the players that were coming onto her season. She started following them on uh, social media and she fell in love parasocially with mm. a guy named Dale Moss. So when he shows up on oh. night one, six months later, he walks out of the limo and she goes, That's my guy. Right. That, and she leaves that season with him in episode four. They had to bring in a new bachelorette. Yes. Nuts uh, I think, I mean, without going into my whole fucking
1: dissertation on why <laughs> the leads became villainized after season 18. Um, I will just say that that season kicked off a series of seasons, which were then, uh, the next bachelor was the first black bachelor, Matt James. That season was a debacle that ended with the host, Chris Harrison, right. Being ousted from the franchise for saying all this racist shit to Rachel uh-huh. in an interview. She's the first black bachelorette season 13, of bachelorette. Um, Then that was followed by two successive bachelorette seasons in the same year, separated by a paradise bachelorette 17, bachelorette 18, Katie Thurston, Michelle Young, both of which had massive problems. Then you had that followed up with Clayton Eckert, bachelor 26, which they, they basically kicked him in the nuts. (laughs) They just fucking rolled out. Like they had a, they wrote a song and they had these kids perform it in a limo exit in bachelorette 19 Clayton sucks. Clayton sucks. I mean, they just were unrelentingly uh, terrible to this guy. And then Bachelorette season 19 had two Bachelorettes through the course of the entire season, the first time they had ever done that. All of those seasons, we refer to them as the bubble seasons mm. because they were all shot in these COVID bubbles and they were all terrible.
4: <laughs> yes that, that's all i needed to hear that's all i needed yeah. thank to, you sorry if you turn on the fucking
1: bachelor switch it's gonna go <laughs> no i love it i that was
4: i have most of my notes are bachelor shit but i, I dude vanderpump i don't want to like monopolize this either there's four of us here but vanderpump rules i've been trying to get them into vanderpump rules since we started it my wife and i started it two months ago not even a month and a half and we ripped through like it, I devoured this fucking show. <laughs> like, I'm a passionate fan for this show. Like, I can't sell it hard enough. I truly can't. Like, I I think it's that interesting.
1: Expert on Vanderpump, my co-host on Game of Roses is like. Yeah, I got to get in there. Into that fucking show, you know. But yeah, the scandal stuff is is fascinating. And what you're really starting to see happen right now, we're in what I would kind of call maybe third generation reality TV or third era reality TV, where you're starting to see because you have all these streaming networks that need to feed the beast, it's just about volume of content, they all are now producing their own reality slates. And you're seeing like Netflix is doing it the best, I think, with all the Chris Colen stuff. We're talking about Love is Blind, you're talking about right. Perfect Match, you're talking about Ultimatum, well, Tomato, and all the other uh, great stuff that his company, Kinetic Content, makes. But what you're also starting to see is these like all-star reality shows popping up. There was one called uh, Traders, where they shot with a bunch of different reality stars from a bunch of different um, reality shows, I believe in a castle in Scotland, and it was kind of like a psychological game they were all playing against each other. You're seeing this one that just popped up on Fox last season called uh, World's Toughest Warrior or something like this.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <Toughest laughs> <Toughest laughs> oh, that's with the Vanderpump guys, right?
1: This, well... Yeah, I this season. Vanderpump person on in season one, but season one was won by Hannah Brown, who was the season right? Person, right?
4: I liked Hannah. I liked Hannah. She, she had a racist problem as well because she was at the antebellum party or something like that. And then she said. She, from- right. Hannah just said something stupid then. Yeah.
1: Hannah Brown said the N word on an
4: Instagram live. Oh, fuck. Can't do that. I yeah. didn't know it was that bad.
1: It just went up. It went well, up see, afterwards. Well, see, I I watched every
4: episode of that season, and I didn't know that that's what it was. So, whoever does her PR did a fucking good job because I'm typically pretty, pretty dialed in. After her season
1: of this was during the pandemic. So, Chad, uh-huh. would you
0: recommend that I drop the N word on an Instagram Live to promote myself? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Ah, okay. She was able to
3: withstand that? She did. She got through it. But yes, the the long story short is you should definitely be watching
1: Bachelor season 20, which is airing right now they uh, fantasy suites will be this monday and then mental and then the finale so there's three episodes left and i think it's fantastic it's one of the best seasons i've
4: ever seen i'll get well, in there i will all right i'll pick it back up because my wife's been pushing for it regardless and golden bachelor is starting september 23rd which i'm psyched for <laughs> oh golden bachelor that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because for those that don't know golden bachelor is just the bachelor with older men that's really all i know oh With one old man, oh, and older women right This is Joe, by the way. Are you a cat guy? You're a cat
1: guy. I am. I have one somewhere in here.
4: Yeah, we have five, Mm -hmm. and they usually join the show. It's (laughs) It's too many. (laughs) I've been telling them it's too many. Yeah, Rion's allergic. I got (laughs) him running around. Let's... Enough. They're dying here with the reality shit, though. Let's... Can we dive into... Let's do dudesy a little bit because we're the we're rabid yeah. dudes-y Artificial fans as well. Artificial reality, yeah. Yeah. And okay. I first I want to say this is a safe place for all of your impressions. Chas Perogan <laughs> Arnold, uh and I welcome Charlie Sheen and Werner Her- Herzog in particular. Those are my two favorites.
2: Love Werner. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, they're great. great. <laughs> they are. Yeah. So if, if you want to do Chas Perogan, go ahead. Okay. If
1: the moon strikes,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like do something
0: funny,
2: you know. What are you doing?
4: <laughs> um what was i gonna say
1: <laughs> i wish
2: i wish i had some dudesy hard hard seltzers i had we ordered some and i had a couple of them they're they're no joke i got like shit faced off of one of them <laughs> uh, i would say
1: that there may be a new batch coming right
0: now oh, oh interesting
2: word? interesting yeah
4: uh, Rion and I are both sober guys and we've been talking about how maybe we need like a non-alcoholic dudesy hard for us to rock out on <laughs> or like a dudesy soda <laughs> Ooh. yeah
1: me and Will don't drink anymore either like in my youth I could definitely fucking tie one on but like the older I get the, the worse the hangovers have bit and shit I'm just like ah, fuck this I'll just
2: stick to weed yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah I've definitely had some dudesy hard and that shit packs a punch yeah it's hey, I couldn't believe I, it, it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's got uh, 14 years, 15, 15 years? It was
3: 15 as of last years month. 15 sober.
0: And I told him, I mean, if you're going to go back on, just dudesy hard, just do it. Rip the just band-aid off. Drink a whole case. Yeah. That. Go for a drive. <laughs> yeah.
4: <Right. laughs> just tank it for the bit. Yeah. We'll do it on the stream, you know?
0: Yeah. We, we you know, Shout out, dudesy. This is all your fault. And um, for
2: people who don't know, dudesy is a podcast run by an AI. And uh, I was wondering, did you see the latest Mission Impossible movie? No. Yeah, and you know what, dude? I like those fucking movies. I mm. was hyped for this
1: one. I saw all those the videos of him flipping that fucking motorcycle off the cliff and shit for real. Yeah. Dude. And I was like, this guy's a fucking maniac. I got to see this movie. And no. then it just fucking came out and I didn't even know it was out. And now I feel like it's passed me by.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been overshadowed, obviously, by Oppenheimer and Barbie. Now it's too far gone. But Yeah. I did enjoy it, but I don't know if you did know this. I think Scott's hinting at it. The villain is an AI. So it's basically Tom Cruise just made a movie about fighting AI, basically, because he's like the only real action hero left. Yeah. And he's just like blatantly making this movie where AI is the villain. I just think it's kind of funny.
2: Yeah.
4: My favorite thing, yeah, Cruise-wise, is that he said he wants to make the movies for 20 more years, too. So we got at least, I don't know, eight of them from between- 20 more years. Until he's 80 years old. Yeah. So 19 years. He's 61. So it's going to be a bit.
2: <laughs> He'll
0: just be
3: on strings. Yeah. If he's jumping fucking motorcycles off cliffs when he's 80 years old, like,
0: I guess he's really the only guy that I think may, might be able to do it. I, I don't know. Yeah, he seems pretty determined, too. I can't even like go on a hike and I'm 34.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My knees hurt. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no.
4: Yeah. How does it? What do we have to look forward to? uh We know you watched Barbie because we heard that on the episode. This is technically our our featured review we do on the podcast. Barbie is the movie that we. As you can see, we're in yeah, Barbie my, gear here. But um, a,
5: a shirt. Yeah.
4: I went nope. into this movie with like I wasn't sure, cautious optimism, I guess. I actually did not think I was going to love it, and as much as I did, and I th- I honestly think it might be the best movie of the year, as far mm. as there's probably yeah. my three favorites are that yeah. air and the covenant or covenant Wait, it's between what air barbie and the covenant the guy richie jake gyllenhaal movie right. where they're in afghanistan it's all over the map with yeah. that that's my three that's good That's not bad yeah. Yeah. i don't even know yeah, like what else has even fucking come out I, I mean i'll go with you yeah best movie of the year i'm trying to think of like anything else that i saw this year that was like pretty good oh spider-man i really like the spider-man that was great that was, i haven't seen that
0: yet that was good it was a really good sequel um, mm. I, yeah, but I don't think, I wouldn't say it's better than Barbie because it is so, it's a sequel after all, a very no. successful one as well.
4: What we talked about Barbie wise, it makes me like the, as much as the Barbenheimer and the lore and everything on social media was kind of irking. I think it's phenomenal for movies and for the industry, especially amidst the time of the strike, mm. I think it's getting people in the theater. Like I couldn't get tickets the first weekend and we went last weekend and it was still packed. The movie's made a billion dollars. Like I'm really, really happy about that.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the first movies that's not like an MCU venture that you have people like dressing up
2: in costume to the movie I haven't seen that I don't think in my entire life. It is nice to see people excited about it. Like I saw Oppenheimer two nights ago, like very late and it was sold out. I was like, oh, all these people showing up for a three hour movie where people are just talking in rooms. They have to get woken up to leave. Yeah, Yeah, it was a little snoozy. (laughs) It's it's. I just, like
1: there's a couple of movies that I'll fucking put my ass in a seat three hours to watch. Oppenheimer ain't one of them. Yeah.
4: I feel the same way. I'm waiting for it to come. I could watch it at home, maybe in, in three parts, sittings. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's tough. I think I'm boycotting. I think I'm never- Wow, I respect that actually yeah, very much. Yeah, I don't hate
4: that take either. <laughs> I feel like I'm like pandering, saying that I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, Oppenheimer, because people keep asking me, because once people get the idea that you're a movie guy, I've had like six people ask me if I've seen it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to see it, I'm going to see it, and I'm, yeah. I'm not going to see it.
0: And you know what, it's not <laughs> even... It's, it's like Nolan's least twisty, confusing movie, and you're still not going to understand it because it's all science. Yeah. So I'm like, That's what not, are you talking about? I,
2: fe- I feel like <laughs> a dope because everyone else is like, this is a five-star picture movie of the year. I thought it was like boring and average. <laughs> I and mean, I love Christopher Nolan's movies. Yeah. This is like, I don't know. It really like bummed me out.
4: If you want to chat people's ass, just say that you think Christopher Nolan is overrated or that your favorite Christopher Nolan movie is The Dark Knight Rises oh. and just watch their fucking heads explode. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Rises in particular really sets people off because it was probably the most expensive of the three the worst Batman the three. movies and it is the worst one. And everybody gets bummed out. Like you liked that one the best, Would it, like mm. Bane? What one? it just, you watch people get upset. It's great. Yeah. It's a fun troll. <laughs> sure, sure, a fun troll
0: batman for Nolan fandom community. very specific yeah. i mean the batman community is a is a very volatile
4: place yeah people yeah, had a lot Troll of thoughts City. about the matt reeves batman where did you land on that chad did you see that one
1: this was the one with robert patty yes mm-hmm. uh it was the crow
4: <laughs> yeah they, they, they did this yeah
1: <laughs> the it literally yep. takes place on halloween it's constantly fucking raining there were i remember we watched. We talked about the same thing on dudes you, you did. did yeah like, made us watch it or, or we, i think will and i both <laughs>
3: Saw that, and then was
1: like, "Talk about what do you think about." This movie? <laughs> I remember just being like, "It's, it's the fucking crow, like okay, I mean, it was the crow. There was like a cop that
3: was like helping him, but the rest of the cops
0: right. hated him. I mean, it was everything just out of the crow." The it it reasons. Really yeah, I remember because um, Will had a very funny thing. He was doing the January sixth guy talking about <laughs> going to see the Batman. It was very funny. I remember yeah. that specifically. Uh, yeah. Long
4: Island, January sixth guy is to me, one of my favorite like niche bits in any pod I've ever heard in particular. And we do some of that stuff here. And it's just, in my opinion, any like little niche character I've ever come up with on this podcast feels like I'm mimicking Long Island, January 6th guy <laughs> in its specificity alone. Cause like, it's yeah. so good. And the cadence, yeah. When he says like my wife Marie in my den and like that whole, it's yeah. fucking good. Go um, how How sincere
0: is it when you are like visibly annoyed with Will, when you're trying to, you're speaking and he's just like, how about wrestling instead? It feels like a little bit of a bit that you're enjoying it, but I can tell that you're like very annoyed. (laughs) How much of it is sincere?
1: I mean, fuck dude, about uh, (laughs) a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. We've known each other at this point for a long fucking time, 20 years or so. Yeah, And we've worked together on a lot of different projects and stuff. And I'm sure as you guys know, when you're at close quarters constantly with somebody mm. working on something, uh, creatively, you can like butt heads and it gets a little annoying from time to time. But in the end, it also like brings you fucking closer. I consider him like my fucking brother at this right. point, you know, mm. uh, like beyond a friend. He's, he's like a family member. So all those little moments when you're fucking annoyed with somebody, it's like, <laughs> it's because you have that level of familiarity with them. Right that annoyance like, Jesus should the fuck up talking <laughs> about
3: aliens or whatever <laughs>
1: Right. Uh, so
0: yeah I would say those are all almost 100% rebuilt moments that's good to know but, that's uh, so funny speaking of uh, creating something uh, Pizza the Movie I, I love those uh, <laughs> wow. those segments very much and whenever you guys are reenacting that or, or, or delivering that I'm seeing it in a certain way do you uh, have you ever seen or remember the movie uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes yeah dude so, I I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I see it kind of in that vein for some reason. I don't know where the movie's going, but I'm just seeing like some like big fun. Have you guys ever seen this? I'm talking I've, to myself I, I definitely I watched it
4: a very, very long time loved ago. it. When, is that an 80s movie? Mm. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I feel like we could get Pizza the movie off the ground. Like, <laughs> I'd like to get it funded. Well, how much money do you think you would need to make that movie?
1: <laughs> we
0: can't even talk about making it. <laughs> two mil, <laughs> two mil. Yeah. What's your Venmo? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get it. We'll, I said, what's we'll your Venmo? It by
1: Monday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll have it 10 seconds uh, I think I will probably be able to make that
4: with AI tools within like two or three years. Yeah. For a zero budget. For I was gonna budget. say for yeah. for two dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, and I think that's the way most creators are going to be making shit. I think you're gonna see studios and networks relying on their giant IPs and using AI to just turn out new versions of Star Wars and Marvel and Harry Potter and whatever. And you're going to see like actual human-made stuff will be technically made, like the labor will be done with AI. But I think you're going to see like all art movies and anything that's like not a giant studio IP will be made on an individual basis using AI.
2: This is like going to give me a panic attack just hearing this.
4: <laughs> yeah, I get nervous with the AI stuff i do like we're we're like old school movie buff kind of guys and i think with the strike and with the ai it scares the shit out of me to be frank like in terms of i think like the idea of movies not being written by people scares me or that there won't that it'll be computer generated actors that freaks me out a little bit
2: Mm. yeah i know and it's not and i don't like
4: it i'm not a marvel i'm not a marvel guy i don't love cgi (laughs) i know i'm i'm afraid
0: Well, I, I actually work for an architecture firm, so AI could 100% do my job, and that is a little scary. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, but I mean, gonna,
4: I'm a I'm a trainer and I own a gym, so I'm worried it could come for me too. I mean, there's they've already tried. I'm mean, Google and a and the workout. Mirror, yeah, and, yeah <laughs> you can go on YouTube and get a workout. I'm already obsolete. So <laughs> <laughs> the dudesy seven month plan, you know, come on down, Ank Fit. Oh yeah. But
3: it's, it's not about like being made obsolete. I mean, look, I, I've almost my entire life. To writing. Mm-hmm. That's how I've made my fucking living for twenty years, you know. Mm. TV shows, movies, books, video games, whatever. I find this incredibly exciting that I don't have to do the fucking labor of that anymore. I can now write a book
1: in like a fucking day. I can write a screenplay in a day, and then I also now I'm gonna have tools to be able to make that shit and just put my movie out. I don't need a studio. I don't need a network. The the very entities that my writers' guild is striking against right now. I don't like. I'm kind of okay if I don't need them again do you yeah. think that I've yeah. bad treatment by them my entire career
0: mm. do you think that it loses mm. some value though when when it's like common knowledge that it, you didn't you know people values I think sometimes that the labor that it goes mm. into working on something do you think when that fades away do you think that it'll still have as much value to the audience mm. absolutely
5: yeah. I, I
1: disagree with you <laughs> <laughs> you're probably you're, you're probably right. <laughs> Ask an average person like what their favorite movie is, and they'll
0: tell you. And then you'll be like, "Who wrote that?" Fucking. Uh, yeah. Dude? All and right.
1: That's true. Like yeah. you can take writers out of the equation now; they, they basically are taken out of the fucking. Question. Right. Unless it's a big auteur writer
3: director, nobody knows who wrote a fucking movie. Very true. No one, no one gives a shit, and for the most yeah. part it gives a shit about who directs movies. For the most part, there are. I
1: mean, I'm a Obviously, huge fucking cinephile. I'm sure you guys, are. I can see the set you guys are in.
3: Obviously. <laughs> like, we give a shit about that to some degree. But also, if an AI makes a movie that fucking looks incredible, that actually has directorial style, I'm fucking in. That's yeah. cool, dude. All I really give a shit about is, like, what's on that screen? What am I
1: watching? What is the art? What's it conveying? I don't really care who makes it or, or like, you know, who makes it. That's, like, almost immaterial to me unless there's some kind of um, functional reason for why the person is making it that is like baked into the art itself then that can kind of become an interesting piece of the story but i really just look at that as like labor the amount of labor required to make a movie is fucking insane hundreds of people hours of work i mean thousands of hours of work and if you're looking at like a marvel movie with people doing special effects and all that shit at double that yeah all oh, that's gone yeah oh, I'm i to do Marvel level special effects in our fucking phones within the next five years.
2: <laughs> yeah. If it it's cool in that respect and like, you're, I make, think, you're making sense. That's- yeah. I
1: think
4: af- that being said, as long as it doesn't come from my job, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my, that's my new stance on AI. Trainer,
1: You're probably all right, dude. I think people will always want to like go work out get better shape and need
4: a human being there to motivate them to be like, Fucking easy shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that dudesy is as motivating, but it, you guys seem to be doing pretty well. So I don't know. How's that yeah. going, by the way, from a fitness standpoint?
1: It's going okay. I, I just started doing some physical therapy. I've had like this nagging shoulder thing from playing fucking baseball my entire life, so I'm doing that, and that's like giving me some good new workouts. But yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. Like, there's something about when dudesy tells us to do something, it does stick in your fucking head. Mm. Right?
3: It's like motivation per se, but it does work. Like it, it, gets me in the gym more. It gets me kind of watching what I'm eating or whatever. Right. More, I'm just like more conscious of it, I guess, than I would have been otherwise. What? If I didn't have this thing kind of looming over my head, like I don't know what the is going
1: to happen at the end of the seven month plan, but like something, you know? Yeah. It's make us do fucking something.
0: Right. <laughs> like you, you just don't want to have to dress up like the crow or God forbid something else <laughs> if you if you <laughs> don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah i'm good. good
1: it's good this is this is it we've gone over our time a little bit but you guys were my last one of the day so i'm happy to answer a couple more questions or have another little conversation if you got anything else
4: i got a few more minutes um i scotty how scotty, do you yeah. feel about
2: aliens and <laughs> <laughs> all the all the alien news <laughs> how do you guys feel about them uh, i think
1: they're i, I mean...
4: gotta be honest i thought that the announcement last week or whenever was a little tepid like, nobody really went that crazy for it, as you'd think they... Like, if you told me in 1994 that there was going to be an alien announcement, I, my head would have exploded. But yeah. now I think we're so overstimulated by everything in our phones that hearing about aliens, I was kind of just like, yeah, I need a new water heater. So I really, like, that's not on my radar <laughs> right now. I'm show thinking me, about that. Show me the bodies. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see the, like, photos of them, maybe. But other than that, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I don't know. I'm not as enthused about them as I thought I would be, I guess I'll say.
3: Mm.
1: Interesting. For a long-time uh, alien conspiracy theorist, and
3: now yeah. that it's turning out like at least some of these conspiracies were fucking real, yeah. 100%. Like the United
1: States government has been lying to us for eighty years about the existence of aliens and their acquisition of crashed craft and alien bodies. We now know, if we're taking David Grush at face value, and and he's not the only person saying this. He was just the only one in an open congressional hearing, but there are plenty of other whistleblowers at various uh, stages of government over the past maybe like 10 years or so who have come out to say, I've seen these things, they have them in hangars, whatever. And it's making true a lot of the whistleblowers from the past, like Bob Lazar is a big one who said that he, in the 80s, worked at Area 51 to reverse engineer UFO technology working on a craft alien, uh, crashed alien craft in this hangar. And uh, in the 80s, when he came out and did his whistleblowing, the government was like, fuck this guy, he's a lunatic. They literally erased his collegiate record oh, wow. and, uh, he wow. had to, to prove that he went to the school he said he went to, to to have some kind of credibility about his name he had to go to the lengths of finding in a library a paper fucking document that was like the student registry uh-huh. because they had wiped it all from the fucking computers at any rate a lot of the stuff he said in the 80s is now like proving true to some degree because in the 80s he was like this ufo that i worked on didn't have any seams or bolts there was no like uh, evidence of manufacturing of the fuselage in the craft. Right. And he was like, I don't understand how that's possible. Now, we have 3D printing. And he's like, that's uh, what it was. So no. our material science in the past even you know, 40 years has started to uh, gain enough steam and evolve enough that even the things he saw in that alien craft are now like a little bit possible, uh, lending credibility to, to his claims. But I think ultimately, you guys are wanting to see pictures of dead bodies. I think what David Grush did uh, a couple of weeks ago the only next step is right. the picture yeah. of the yeah.
2: alien body and yeah. you, like you had said set that right yeah to mm-hmm. that level yeah you had said that uh, on Dudesy this week um, that'll get everybody going when we see like what kind of movie alien they look like right <laughs> then like are they the Independence Day ones or like War of the Worlds 2005 I'm hoping just
0: <laughs> full full Mars attacks is what I want that just, would be yeah. sick signs maybe
4: yeah yeah Either way, um, I know we're over the time. Yes. So, Chad, yep. really appreciate you popping on. It uh, elevates the show for sure. We're big fans. We're going to keep listening. Do you have anything you want to plug to our 800 listeners? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: man. Uh, I, you know Listen to Doozy. If you haven't yet, check it out. Uh, I it's hope you good. enjoy it. And be sure, by the way, when this comes out, to tag me in, and I'll repost it and all my shit. Awesome,
3: fantastic. Man.
4: Thank you. Thank you, really Chad. I appreciate your time. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah, no
1: problem. Have a good one, guys. You, you too. too.
4: Thanks, man so that was chad which was lovely i'm really happy that he popped in with us i thought that went pretty well if the audio is a little low i apologize but i you know setup wise we're gonna have to have the lovely producer sammy fix that for us um this will just
2: be the beginning of us having real celebrities on the pod who's next oprah oprah definitely Um, in the running
4: Kevin Federline,
2: Kevin James, Kevin Eubanks all Kevin's. The Tonight Show. We're going to have a series of Kevins. And Kevin from The Office is going to come back Kevin Smith, big thing of chili like you like so much.
4: Love that chili. Um, let's talk about Barbie, though, because we didn't really get into it with Chad. And it was, like I said, I think it's my favorite movie of the year, or at least yeah. one of. No, I mean, it's not even close.
2: It was pretty strong. <clears throat> yeah. I enjoyed it also. We all saw it separately. Yeah. In the theater. Was everyone's screening sold out? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. I saw it twice. Oh. Uh,
0: I've seen it twice, and both of them are sold out. Um, this movies make a lot of dough. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i a little upset because I did have an opportunity to go to the premiere. Oh, where? And it was just too short a notice. Mm. Couldn't make it happen. Where was the premiere? It was in Los Angeles. Oh. City of Angeles. Los Angeles, California? Yeah. And then my friend Mimi, who was a, a director herself... You know. director of fresh good movie she sent me a picture of ryan gosling how'd
4: that make you feel i mean she's he's right here I to, you, it, to yeah. you and i and mm. uh how was that fomo uh, oh, pretty boy. strong i don't think i didn't even i wasn't
0: even i mean homesick deployed didn't even come close to how yeah. i felt
4: seeing ryan through my phone all <laughs> real time I i'm I very glad, glad i didn't in. have an invite to that and because i wouldn't have been able to go either really with the last couple of weeks it oh god yeah fucking a maybe there'll be another one question mark yeah i am be in barbie too yeah i'll be
2: tattooed Mm. barbie that's one thing about this this movie's making so much money and everyone's like it's great and all the big talk is like what like let's get that sequel going no please no more no yeah and like this whole movie it's like a high wire act that they just barely pulled off like within this movie like yeah, you know, if if you make more of it, it's like no, this doesn't work anymore. Like,
4: <laughs> I'd be cool with a Ken standalone. What do you think? I don't
0: want to expand. No more universes throughout, right? Yeah. So I don't want to expand mm. on it. It, was, it. The fact that it worked as well as it did is, like Scott said, a miracle. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm already a Gosling guy. That's no that's no secret to anybody. But no doubt. I went into it with the expectation that I was gonna enjoy Ryan in it, and, and that it. was about it. Right. Mm. I. The movie was amazing. I loved it. I didn't the 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 fact that there's like that male backlash of like it's anti men. I'm like, grow up. Dude. I didn't really yeah. get that at all. Even that didn't no. make sense well, to me why well, people said that. Secure, rational people like the fact Girl. that they they can't even see they can't even tolerate
2: jokes about masculinity because they're so masculine. I'm like, that's it's like you watched. It had a great tone about this. Yeah. it was very like cheeky and like yeah. funny in both ways. I absolutely for- agree. I mm. mean,
0: if you can't like. <laughs> I think it's very feminine to get offended about
2: a joke about masculinity. How it about
4: is, that? Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, I saw Barbie.
2: It made me all upset because yeah. of this and that.
4: I'm uh, only upset that I had to see it at the Framingham AMC, and they were all out of all the good soda, and I had to get a caffeine-free cherry Diet Coke fucked my whole vibe i up. would opt for nothing mm, good i you contemplated nothing and a refund was an option but then there was this big ass line and i was like um the guy was like do you want a refund or and i was like i'm i'm out i don't want to be a refund guy yeah so i drank the cherry d- dc and it was mediocre you had pre-ordered it no i don't do that i'm not a Stubbs guy <sighs> I, I wait in line like a fucking moron and it upsets me that, shocks every time. Me that you're yeah you know. would think right I and wish. we've been hitting the Framingham amc like a decent amount
2: I really liked the first like hour of this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh the Barbie the best land part. stuff itself. Yeah. Yeah. The uh and it starts with like some musical numbers, some fucking toe tappers. Mm-hmm. Ryan
4: Gosling sings yep. like two separate songs. Would you call this a musical? No. It's close, right? Like, it's like four musical numbers. It's, know, a it's musical comedy, cool I guess. Well, yeah. I don't
0: know.
4: Um, I mean, if it is, it's the only musical that's ever worked for me, really. Maybe La La Land. So that's he's in both. <laughs> did, did you see that uh, La La Land is on Letterbox? Is one of the is like now
0: in like the top five mo- most watched movies of this month. Interesting. It's funny because I think people, you know, a movie with like two, um, only Ryan's the only one that sings in the movie. So like two saw numbers in Barbie, both mm-hmm. by, by Ryan. I, for some reason, there was I saw on the internet. There was some conversation about like, did people, did you guys know
4: Ryan could sing? It was like, he was in a musical and had a band. Like th- yeah. this whole thing. Like he's, <laughs> he already names. in a musical. Yeah. Like, yeah. fun fact, actually, Focus has jumped up in the charts as well. It's become the number one movie of all time. Oh, Focus! It's now made a hundred billion dollars in streaming. <laughs> Everyone's it, favorite. It went ahead of uh, this being. The, this is the highest grossing I can't tell movie. You're I'm not. I'm very kidding. <laughs> no one watched that at all. This no. is the highest grossing uh, movie directed by a woman in history. Focus is. The lowest grossing movie starring Margot What <laughs> Robbie in history. And Will Smith. Aha. Keep my name. Worse than Suicide Squad? Uh, they were like a uh, pack this is of a suicide squad, for a while. squad. They went a bunch of stuff together. They did that. Suicide Squad. Do we think they slept together?
0: They had a uh, what do they what Maybe. do they call it? What did Jada call it? The when uh, she cheated An on entanglement? entanglement. Entanglement. Do you think? Maybe. Maybe they might
4: have. I don't know. Kind of cool. Wish Will Smith was in uh Bobby, huh? No. He should have been. Who was your favorite, aside from Gosling, aside from Margot Robbie? I'm going to say Michael Cera. Easy. Sold the movie for me in a lot of ways. The character Alan, yeah. He was phenomenal. He brought
2: the laughs. That's why I liked how weird the movie was. Halfway through, I was like, I can't believe they got this made. (laughs) This is just like a very goofy, dumb, yeah, fun movie. I also, I was happy to see Wolf
0: Farrell and like make me laugh again. Because I think I it had been some time he yeah he like had like kind of wore me down to a point where i didn't think he was funny anymore but he i enjoyed him and yeah. was just enough Wolf ferrell where i'm like okay this is funny again i got it. he's got some bits my
4: so. gut told me like i want Agreed. to recast him in the beginning and then i was like, now nah, this works he was good yeah. yeah i would recast simu uh right away he's not funny no that's all it is he's I, good but he's not funny
0: he had no chops mm. he was given some 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 meat and he just couldn't chew it <laughs> Is that, a, is that a term? I don't know, but uh, sounds like something. He didn't have, yeah, he didn't have the stuff.
2: Yeah, that seems fair. And I, just to throw in a mild critique, I thought the end was a little messy and like mm. it kind of like lost a bit of the juice towards the end. It yeah. just got, I don't know, if meta. I'm gonna say boring. Yeah, maybe too meta. It was just got a little like lost for me. I thought like the beginning chunk was way better
3: yeah but it was sweet you know it would, had
2: some like moments i like cried a bit as you might imagine i cry at every movie
5: i never get how
2: at what part oh i got sad. you cried yeah, too
0: with, with with billy with the billy song plan? I, yeah. I, I mean i didn't cry but i could
4: have cried <laughs> there Is was, that when ken was like really upset that like he's just no ken. it's when
0: Margot's talking to the creator and she's like Right? I didn't think it was that ago? part. Oh. I think it was then that's embarrassing. That,
4: too. Yeah. <laughs> he would cry when Ryan was singing. He's like, Oh my god. I weird. enjoyed Margot breaking or the, no, the no. fourth wall break about Margot Robbie, where they're like, you know, the producers recognize that she's actually very attractive. Yeah. yeah. And the joke was that she was mundane or whatever. She was like miscast. Yeah. yeah. She didn't talk about yeah, 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 her yeah, being yeah. ugly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. Um yeah, yeah, it also flew by. I yeah. don't even know it the runtime. That's how that's how hour and fifty four minutes bo- not I mean I've been <laughs> i've it's been bored i've box. been bored in movies that long and i know it, it flew by didn't feel long at all
2: agreed except for towards the end i thought it got a little weird as i said but yeah
4: i think that the um the only part i didn't love if we're doing critiques was that like Ooh. fucking chevy commercial in the middle of the movie that they just crammed in like check out the new focus or whatever the fuck that car they all hop in the car and it's like mm. it's very much it felt like paid well that was I mean that's part of the that's joke like the, though the
0: joke yeah, yeah that it's yeah. commercialism they're making fun of like commercials geared towards men but they're doing it that's the yeah they're they're paying yeah.
4: for it so no, you, no you're it's right
2: like, that is fair. they're having their cake and eating it too it's definitely part of this movie yeah, you it's can't like make the a Barbie million movie. bucks
4: you can't make a million on that and also or whatever i don't know whatever
2: no you're right and they they made a good bit out of that. Like that part towards the end where they're throwing the outfits and they like freeze in yeah, the air yeah, yeah. and that explain was it. I and like that. Yeah. I was like, this is fun.
4: Weird Barbie was great, played by Kate McKinnon from SNL. SNL I thought I that was know, super yeah. funny. She had my favorite line of the movie when she said that she smells like basement. Yeah, that, was that good. got me good. Like real good. <laughs> yeah.
0: My uh my favorite line if we're doing that mm. is when Barbie towards the end comes to uh, tell Ken she's ready to be his long distance low commitment girlfriend yeah and he's like give me a second goes inside turns the corner and then there's a pause and he just yells sublime at the top of his lungs Mm. comes back out super cool and was like okay deal And it turns out that that line was improvised i like that so he was supposed to go in and just say anything they did like multiple takes and that was one of the ones he came up with and it was one of my favorite parts. it cracked me up because mm. he has kind of like a higher voice as it is, mm. but he reaches like an octave that is like very comical. And also this is so nice that this validates what I've been saying about the nice guys for so long. We've been mm. saying his comedic chops are phenomenal. Yeah. I think we're going to get that sequel. I don't want it. I just don't, I mean, I,
4: I will go and I'll love it, but don't I don't want it. it. I don't yeah. want it. No, I agree. I want just more Gosling in it. general. Yeah. This, I think he's been having a moment regardless. I mean, like for the last decade, has it stopped? Yeah. but this is a real, like even more so solidifying that yeah, but I still want
0: I still want that that half Nelson Blue Valentine esque mm. Gosling.
2: Please don't get too silly. Please don't do too many pranky goofs. Do a regular movie. That's when he's the best. Like in Place Beyond the Pines, when mm. he's robbing the banks, he's like, "Fucking he, put
5: the fucking shit in the bag."
2: Yeah. He's, he sounds like a baby. I was like rewatching. Uh, sorry, I was rewatching Only God Forgives,
0: and um, which. On a rewatch is much better than the first time you watch it because it's post drive, so you want drive too, and it's just not. That's right. what I did. I watched it too soon yeah. after drive, and I was
5: like, this sucks?" So why wouldn't it watch be drive it two? It's right? great. Same guys,
0: yeah. but um, but at one point he like you know buys a dress for a woman that he likes, and then he goes to dinner with his mom. It doesn't go well. He's standing in the alleyway with her, and he asks her to take it off, and then she doesn't right away. And then he screams,
4: "Take like, it off!" Yeah. But I don't know what that is. I don't know why he can't yell in a low voice, but I enjoy it. He's good. He's great. What are what are our favorite Gosling movies other than Barbie? My favorite of all time, I think, is probably Drive. Mine's Blue Valentine, 100%. Yeah, I'd say that, and
2: maybe Place so Beyond Brown the
4: Pines. It. Yeah, I love Place both Beyond of those the Pines. Place Beyond the Pines and Drive. Place I mean, Beyond the too. Pines when he's in it. As soon as he's out, that movie does not hold up to it's me. True. It's true. So. I remember in the theater when he, spoiler alert, Monty, uh, in the theater when he falls out the window, I'm like, oh, now the movie's over. And I like Bradley Cooper. It's just yeah. not as much. And then it went on for so much longer. That third act with the
0: sons, I'm like, eh. I mean, the movie's great. I like that part too. It's still interesting, but it significantly loses me when yeah. when he's when he's gone. It's a different movie entirely. That's I do great. love it though. I would say, um, yeah, probably Blue Valentine. The Nice Guys has to be up there. Drive, I love, but it's so stylistic. I don't even know if what I like if it's the movie I like or how it looks. The soundtrack I like. That's a good point. And he's just cool in it um i like everything about it yeah exactly i would
4: say recast ron perlman and it's a perfect movie he yeah that i almost said something uh, uh <laughs>
2: um, blade runner 2049 is pretty good i forgot he was in that that's mm. great um i mean Half nelson's these. amazing i i lars I and the real girl
0: yeah that yeah. one's fun oh yeah i would say that it's like the really the life. the one that it doesn't doesn't take to me is just the, is the notebook but it's not for me anyways the notebook
4: mm. is important yeah but it's not what i'll say the notebook that's all i say about the notebook it's important
2: you're not even um, gonna believe this mm. i cried at the notebook i oh, i can see that i mean <laughs> i know I feel, like you, the movie I feel like you i feel like
4: you could to. cry at a notebook <laughs> <laughs> just like a mead notebook <laughs> just an empty yeah. <laughs> like you know black and white a, and, a notebook and, full of my jokes yeah i was like, like, oh, Scott is just crying reading <laughs> how bad
0: his jokes are it's more thugs. importantly
4: than anything else what do we have going on tonight scotty yeah, let's talk boy. about that nothing really by the time this is, <laughs> is released, it'll have already happened. But mm. uh, Scott in, is opening for a friend of the show, Dan Hall, tonight at Nick's Comedy Stop. We've been plugging it for weeks. Wow. How are you feeling pre-show? Are you amped? Are you psyched? Yeah, it's going to be fun. You fired up? Kid. Or, do your set on the show. and then Okay, the joke. here we All go. Right, here we go. Do you go phone uh, phone for your jokes on stage? Yeah, I'm
2: going to be staring into my phone the entire do time. Do you put
4: it on the stool? <laughs>
2: no, no phone.
4: You have a piece of paper? All up in your head. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think I could do that.
0: It's not, you know. It's practice. Open mics are for, right? Well, yeah. You and the Beach Boys
2: hitting those open mics. Beach Boys. How are the Beach Boys this morning? Good. Good. We had uh, Did Dan ask about me. Or? Johnny Salami on the pod. Who's going to be at the show
0: later? And you were saying that Johnny Salami is a deadpan guy, yet he has a very cartoonish name.
2: Yes, exactly. Is that a joke? That's the joke. I think that is. Oh, I'm just putting that together now. I think that's the thing.
4: He's like a Stephen Wright type with a outrageous dice name. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. He's funny. All right. Is he? He's in the lineup. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. And Sammy Davis Jr. as well. Oh. Sammy, do you yes. know what order do you go on are you the first guy i think i'm like second or third okay we want to know when to show up and then leave yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. we leave immediately after scott's yeah. done okay
0: that's it for us <laughs> i'm uh i got my bag of tomatoes ready yeah they make a big scene shuffling out wow <laughs> yeah it'll be fun move <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm prepped for if there's a single heckler if you're listening if you're listening to this a day later. You're, you got what you deserved, okay? The heckler finds yeah, yeah, the pod and listens. Yeah. I hope they weren't talking you about me. You got what you
4: deserve, motherfucker. They know who they are. Mm. <laughs> Have you had a heckler at any of the open mics yet? Like Anybody getting involved in your set at all? Not really. That's good. But you that's don't do problem. like crowd work. That's not your thing. No. I'm knocking like on a... wood so it doesn't happen. Oh. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: that was intervention. That sounded believable. Um, divine intervention. But yeah. Uh, thanks for coming guys it's gonna be fun we're, we're excited. excited
4: i'm pumped yeah what's the seating situation in there is it comfy nice seats or are we in like a fucking yeah. folding chair
2: i mean you're not gonna love it yeah. like lap but. boston hard
4: what if i have diarrhea is there a good Just facility let's go, Just go. Just i'm gonna go. be having a big meal prior which is why <laughs> we should probably is that enough it seems like it might be enough. we want to give you time to get zen before the show yes. that's the real thing that is what i like to do
2: I also want to just casually mention the fact that I started watching the Twisted Metal show on Peacock. Oh, Isn't wow. Isn't it good? And it's great. Yes. it's. I'm I like,
4: actually
0: liking it. I like, love it. I love it. Yes. It's so much fun. It, it's like gory and silly and yes. like there's great car chase scenes in it. It's, it's awesome. I mean, the acting.
2: You know the big guy with curly hair? Who's, yeah, uh, Mitch. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, you know Mitch. Yeah. he's. I watched it. I put it on because I was like, oh, Mitch is on the show. Who's on Doughboys, the thing I was thinking about? And. I'm like I actually love this show aside from that. Like I keep watching it even if Mitch wasn't on it. It's He's a good part though. I like his his stuff, but no, I'm I'm cuz I'm,
0: I'm I I was not, fully
4: expecting to hate. I'm out on yeah.
0: Mackie. That's not news. He's I'm,
4: not great. Hey, it's
2: me. Anthony Mackey. He's, oh, he, he's kind of doing something with it. I enjoy it. He's more definitely more than I thought I would. Couldn't agree more. It's there's something going on there. Wow. On this you should show. get
4: in. It's easy and they're only 30-minute episodes. All right, I'm in. I'll watch it ld is definitely not gonna like it so that might be a chill zone watch yeah Yeah, we watched
2: like five episodes in a sitting yeah i was like i gotta go to bed but i would keep watching this (laughs) this is very enjoyable it's ridiculous and
4: where to find that that's on peacock Yeah, peacock Mm -hmm. yeah i've been on peacock quite a bit lately as we were discussing with chad vanderpump rules real housewives of new jersey like i live on peacock a little bit lately so it is what it is i gotta get in on the vanderpump because i used to
0: fucking great. We live right over there so i would see those guys all the time and know it's him selling
4: it him
2: being like this is probably like the greatest season of any reality thing that there's ever been it'll be the new benchmark i'm like
4: a word it's, he's not exaggerating at all season okay. 11 or whatever Well, they're filming 11 it was just you don't think he's 10. exaggerating just a little bit <laughs> not even in terms of reality tv no <laughs> okay 100 that's full spot on like God, the man. okay it, it, it's yeah. literally in the category of reality tv is what he said specifically now you're right uh in that category it like I was saying to Chad, like it makes going back to things like The Bachelor that's way more assisted, like they're all assisted, but The Bachelor's way more assisted. So it's like less insane. It's like kind of, you know, more PC, less fl- inflammatory, less, you know, it's not as fun. It's like you're, it's almost like you're drinking tequila and then you go down to a soda. It's like that level of a drop soda
2: I feel like we're still doing the pod just because we're all still wearing the, th- Thing.
4: We are doing the. Pod. We actually haven't stopped recording. Are we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this okay. is
2: the pod. I'm out to lunch. I thought we
4: stopped and like got, we gotta be a professional. Man. What <laughs> is going on? The part on I here? love is that you're still on. You haven't <laughs> shut off. Like you're on. Like I didn't even think you didn't realize this was yeah. all happening. I didn't wow. Sorry. you've been yeah. sharp. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been enough. Oh, don't go see Oppenheimer. That's all.
2: Wait. Yeah, and I'm gonna co-sign that. Yeah, it really bummed me. You out. You don't
4: think anyone should see it? Not just people just who wait. are dumb and can't pay attention so to no, things. No, no. I mean, I. Paid a, attention the entire time.
0: Just I, as, I, I wanted to be home almost the entire time.
2: Yeah, no, I went wow. in I wasn't even that tired. I was like, let's go. Everyone loves this. I was like pumped for it. And I was bored. It's my main takeaway. I was looking at the screen, just being like, wow, everyone, a lot of great actors in this. Amazing Popeyes. Like yeah. Casey Affleck. It's it's a that guy fest.
0: Florence Pugh's tits couldn't even save it for me. And she their they did their predominant cool. character in a they did look pretty cool. That they are cool boobs. Highlight. Yeah,
4: she has dope boobs. Yeah, but it wasn't even even that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. She's got that's cool not getting me. Boobs. That's not, that's exactly. Yeah. That's not getting me in the seats. I gotta say. And you have Google anyway. Exactly. But I I was like looking
2: through the, everyone's letterbox review. a C of five. Four and a half star reviews. I think I give it. Five,
4: that's performative. Four. The bit I came up with the other day: I want three, to bring people down here, put oh, them yeah. under a lie detector, <laughs> and make them explain what they liked about movies that they're pretentiously pretending they love. I love that. I think it's my best bit I've ever had. That's really good. Like, and I think what that's... did you like about it? And the needle starts flying. <laughs> I gave it a three and a half, just because
0: I know that it oh, is good, but I thought it was boring. I can tell that. I need to watch. That's, that's a thing. Take. I need to watch it again, but I just can't bring myself to do it. It's a real like double-edged sword, but I know that it's good. It's just like on first You'd watch. go sit in the theater again? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I saw Barbie twice and I don't feel the same way. Barbie flies by. Yeah. Barbie does not feel like two hours at all. So Oppenheimer, I'm like, I can't, I mean, I have AMC stuff. It's literally free. I can't bring myself to go back. And I, and I already saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've been uh, go, I'm have going to the movie since. I just can't go see Oppenheimer.
2: Mm. I couldn't imagine seeing that again. Yeah, I I'm felt good. like I was in the theater for a week and a half. Did you go
4: solo? no I All want right. to see talk solo would be funnier let's do that talk
2: to me looks good that looks great Yeah, I'm hearing great things
4: alright well Scott let's go Scott's got to get ready for the show tonight folks wow. if you're listening and you're going back in time you can join us <laughs> tonight at uh, Nick's Comedy Stop we'll see you there we welcome oh Scott you want to wear a leather knows. jacket you can borrow one of my leather jackets I do I
2: want to be shades, a cool leather cigarette. 86 degrees yeah.
0: dripping sweat very cool <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a bunch of dice bits I'm going to have a CI, C-I over the shoulder there we go love
4: it listen buddy I gotta go ankfit.com
2: follow us at enough at podcast enough on Instagram at what is the Twitter enough podcast
4: yeah it's X now all we know is they're not all the same and you'll find them yeah
2: at skip season on both of those check out South Shore Boys Uh, have a goop have a goop we on anything to plug no
0: dope my life is boring and i have no friends same <laughs> same that's why we're doing this
3: all right thank you again chad yes. thank you chad that was great very in